welcome one and all to Radio Trivia episode 92 beta. And uh, the <laughs> reason I say beta is because this is the second time I will have recorded this for the most part. Um, unfortunately, there were technical difficulties uh, a ways into my recording session with Pedro last night. And so um, I am re-recording this episode with this lineup with uh, Zach Miller. Hi. Who was gracious enough to uh, to do this on short notice, and uh, you know we, we really I really wanted to have Pedro back. I guarantee you, Pedro will be back soon. We're we're trying to coordinate that, but um, we got Zach this week, and uh, it's a good thing we're uh, we got Zach on because I think this uh, if there's anyone else uh, on staff I wanted for this lineup, if it wasn't Pedro, it'd be Zach. Aww. So. It's a really good lineup. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm already saying it's going to be one of my favorite episodes, just because uh, I, th- I think it's a good good lineup here. Wow. And um, that, I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, so please enjoy the first song. I'm excited. Enjoyable song there. Yeah, a little spooky at times. Creepy. <laughs> All right. Second song. Thank you. 
Okay, that was the second song. Zach, do you have any inklings? I, just, uh... I think I know what it is. I, I haven't right. even heard this music in the game, but I think I know what it is. All right, well, here's here's your question. Before this game was overhauled, it starred an original cast of characters. What is the original title of this game? Maybe I don't know what this game is. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. Okay. Based on uh, on the hint question in, in the music, uh, any ideas? I I think, although I could very well be wrong, that it's Donkey Kong uh, Returns, Donkey Kong Ooh. Country Returns. Although something tells me we've had that on before. No, I don't think we've had that yet. But uh, that's not it. Although it's not too far off the mark. Hmm. Um, this is a rare game. So. Right. Uh, um, oh, is it the uh, is it the game where they the little space kids with the dog? No. Star Fox Adventures. Yes! Woo! All right, Star Fox Adventures. It, it definitely does sound like an N64 game. And, That's, that and second it, song sound, sounded to me like Donkey Kong. Well, definitely. The first two definitely sound like Rare. I mean, it's a rare game. Uh, David Wise did the compositions, as far as I'm aware. And um, so, yeah, very much sounds like a Rare N64 game, because uh, the game originally was for the N64. Right. Dinosaur uh, Planet. It, it was Dinosaur Planet uh, back in 2000, I think, when they first showed it. And uh, uh, through uh, one reason or another, they decided, uh, hey, uh, let's uh, let's make it a Star Fox game, because uh, the main character looks kind of like Fox. Right. And uh, they brought it over to the GameCube, and but clearly a lot of the compositions, uh, you can hear kind of the legacy in it. Um, I don't know. I, my Star Fox Adventures exposure is limited to E3 and um, Cube Club events. Uh, if you remember oh. those, they, the Cube Club events when they were promoting the GameCube back before its launch. And so uh, I got a chance to play a few sections, including an R-Wing level and uh, maybe an introductory uh, on-foot area. And uh, I got to say, it was not terribly impressed by the game any whenever I saw it. Um, yeah. It looks nice. It but, does look uh, nice. But the R-Wing sections are very phoned in. They, they just 
don't really have any level design to them. No. And, uh, and, and the controls really are not tight at all like you would expect from a, a Star Fox game. And they're just, they, it seems like they're in there just because they have to be, because it's Star yeah, Fox. Well, yeah, it's Star Fox. you got to have that, right? Yeah, that wasn't so good. The, the, the on-foot stuff, which was obviously like the core of the game, it, it fared better, but I, I think it it lacked um, a kind of a unique game mechanic. I think it was just sort of, you know, sort of Zelda-like combat and maybe some puzzles. Right. I, I didn't play the whole game. Are, are you familiar with this game? Did you play it? I've just played a little bit of it. I, uh... I actually got, I rented it back in the early days of the GameCube. I actually got kind of sick of it because yeah. I knew it was I knew it was trying to be a Zelda game, but it wasn't quite there yet, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, damn the collectathon aspect. I mean, you had that's to rare. find a million different. Th- I know it's rare, but but it just it's like that's their gameplay mechanic, and it's really irritating. <laughs> you know, it's Zelda with collecting a billion doodads and also you know what game it came out later that kind of reminded me of Star Fox but better is Beyond Good and Evil because she's got a staff too hmm well uh, I don't know if Dinosaur Planet's actually in the subtitle or if it was just where the game takes I, place I think now. it is I think it's Star Fox Adventures Dinosaur Planet as if they were going to make more yeah I, uh, I'll have to look that up but uh, I, I'm su- shocked I'm shocked that there's a game that you're really ho-hum about that is explicitly dinosaur related. The uh, the the boss guy at the end, that General Scales, he's actually kind of cool. Is he a T Rex? Yeah, of course. <sighs> Don't you have a theory of like whenever dinosaurs are mentioned, there has to be a T Rex involved? Yep, yep. <laughs> whenever there's uh, a new news story about dinosaurs, it has to mention T Rex as a comparison or Velociraptor. Everything's related to either Velociraptor or T Rex. <laughs> Love it. Well, the game definitely has good music. I'd say the music is, is one of the strong points of the game. But um, the voice acting, man, uh, I, I listened to some of it. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, maybe it just seems bad in hindsight and it was awesome then. But uh, if it, definitely if it was the rare as usual, we'll find some people on staff that are willing to do voice acting. <laughs> uh, that, that was sort of, at least for a while, that was their... Uh, Purview. Their, uh, yeah, that was kind of what they did. And uh, it's just so cheesy, man. I mean, and, and you know, Star Fox 64 had cheesy uh, voice acting, but... Especially Slippy, yeah. Yeah, but it was sort of ham-fisted. Yeah, it was trying to be cheesy. Tongue-in-cheek, yeah. I, I'm not sure they were really trying to do that on, uh, on on Star Fox Adventures, or if they were, it didn't come off as well. No. Because uh, some of the stuff I, I've heard, uh, yeah. I know that uh, that game did have one lasting legacy and that's that female fox that he's going around with she's in the later later games it is a canon game uh it's not some bastard offshoot (laughs) i mean and in fact i mean they kind of went in that direction with the subsequent star fox games too with uh like star fox assault uh well and i can't think of any others because at that point the the series was in flames (laughs) um Except for the music, once again. Uh, <laughs> I think Star Fox Command was a better game, although it still didn't interest me. You know, I've never played Assault or Command. Yeah. I think there are there's one or two people on staff that really like Assault. And uh, so maybe it gets a worse rap than it should. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I, I was not impressed with it at E3. Um, Battle Mode might be okay. That, that was what was mostly shown uh, at E3. And, and that wasn't bad. It's just that... The on foot stuff, man. 
mean, at least in Star Fox Adventures, it was designed to be a non-foot game, and it sort of works. I've seen videos of that. It was terrible. It looked like the on-foot stuff in uh, Rogue Leader 3, just so forced. Yeah. Like, imagine the on-foot mode of Star Fox 64 Battle. That's pretty bad. Ah! Imagine that, like, not really fixed much. Wow. Uh, as a full game. Yeah. That's that, amazing. That's sort of what I got out of it. Yeah. Um, but this is Star Fox Adventures, the rare game, the last rare game, actually, for a Nintendo console. That's right. They continued to make some... Uh, uh, GBA games and maybe even a DS game. I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah, this was their their last, their first and last GameCube game. Good, good game to let end that legacy on, huh? I don't know. I, it was sort of an odd game to add, <laughs> end their legacy on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe maybe that's why Nintendo didn't want to buy them out. But uh, I digress. I digress. We shall go on to the next game. Which I'm uh, I'm gonna blink out. So yeah, well, next game. spark some uh, brain cells oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> second song
Hooray! Hooray! Your question for the win. Uh-huh. What is the significance of index number 25? this game is and i have a little a little poem i could read that's a few lines long that'll tell you what the game is if you don't already know go for it prepare for trouble and make it double to protect the world from devastation to unite all worlds within our nation to denounce the evils of truth and love to extend our reach to the stars above jesse james team rocket blast off at the speed of light surrender now or prepare to fight yeah that's right wow yes folks this is Pikachu! I mean, Pokemon. Pikachu! Quiet, Pikachu! I'm trying to tell you what the game Pika. is. No, it's, it's Pokemon. Damn it. Red, <laughs> red, blue, and yellow. The classic. The classic, oh, yes. classic one. 
invaded my genome, rewrote my DNA. Mm. Now I'm an addict. See, I, I played the game, um, but I kind of played it like any other RPG. It was probably my second or third RPG. I think maybe it was after I played Super Mario RPG around then. Oh, probably um, me too, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I had heard some good things, didn't know what it was all about. I played the game. I, I don't think I'd even seen the anime until after I'd finished playing it. And uh, I just played it kind of like I played Dragon Quest. I mean, I just sort of pounded through it and was done with it. I didn't oh. try to catch a significant number of them or, or anything. Sexy. <laughs> um, I, uh, I remember back when the game was... Nintendo Power really hyped the game up. Oh, sure, because they knew it could be really big. It was huge in right. Japan. And for the first, for maybe six months before the game actually launched over here, they had in every issue a actually a pretty long comic that was made up of stills from the anime uh, mm. that had, you know, uh, word bubbles. Um, and I loved them. And I was so psyched when I got that game. And, uh, and my brother got the blue one, and I got the red one. And later we got the yellow one. And <laughs> you tool. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, hey, I, I still have the little uh, proto Poke Walker that came with yellow. <laughs> little VMU. And uh, oh. I caught them all, and you know, the only Pokemon, core Pokemon games I didn't like were Ruby and Sapphire. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's certainly a good game, and uh, I enjoyed playing it as a game. I, Like I said, I was never into the Pokemon thing, but uh, as a, as a kind of simple RPG with a lot of things to do in it, it's a it's a really good game, and uh, I really haven't played any Pokemon games since uh, Gold Silver. The best ones. I, I can only imagine that they're similarly good because they haven't really changed a whole lot, as my yeah, understanding. Yeah, they haven't changed at all. <laughs> so I don't know. He had some nice character artwork, although it was pretty static animations. Your your Pokemon basically shook around. Right. Actually, you know what? I recommend going, if you can, and to the, the listeners too, go back and play the first Pokemon game. It doesn't matter which color, because that stuff looks awful now. It does. It really does. I mean, you think that like nothing has changed for Pokemon in terms of graphics, but they have polished it up a little. I mean, A little. I mean, in, in the original, po- your, your Pokemon that you're playing with is just like a really blown up sprite on right. the backside of, of your Pokemon. So it's like... You don't even get to see the Pokemon that you really like. You see his backside. Right. <laughs> and what's, what's least... funny is that on the opponent's Pokemon, I mean, there's clearly kind of a, a, a box that the sprite can only be as big as. Yeah. And uh, they have to cram like a Charizard in there. Right. You know, so it's funny to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I guess the anime must have helped people really love the characters because I didn't really have a strong attachment to my Pokemon when I played. Now Pedro, like I said, Pedro was recording this with me before, and he, he was saying that part of the appeal is that uh, you know, you're capturing the Pokemon, it's your Pokemon, you're kind of helping it grow, and there is a sense of ownership. Right. There and, is, there uh, is. I don't think I ever really got that, but I, I can definitely see where that's coming from. Yeah, there are definitely some Pokemon that you... It's like, for me, the first six Pokemon I catch... I generally try to stick with those guys because they're just, they're the guys who got me through the first two gyms, you know? They've done the work. I guess I'm sort of the same way. It's like you, you've already, you know their moves and you've refined your techniques with them. I guess I played it the same way, more or less. Although sometimes they end up being really just shitty Pokemon. You kind of have yeah. to dump them for something better. Well, you know, that's the that's sort of the problem with Pokemon is that it's 
you don't know if you're investing in the right Pokemon. Right. And, uh, Especially in black and white now. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, in, in the old ones, it's like you had to overwrite certain techniques to be able to progress. And it's like, well, is this right. a good attack or is it really going to screw me over and I want to use some other crap Pokemon that that I'm not going to really want to use for battle right. uh, to get around. That's right. And in the first two generations, it didn't tell you what the new move did or... Or yeah. even what the old move did. <laughs> at, at least they tell you now. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you know what to do, apparently not everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> based on conversations on RFN. But uh, I haven't played any modern games. Like I said, the last one I played was in like 2000. So. Well, if you have an itch, I'd go with Heart Gold or Soul Silver because they're very, very uh, true to form remakes of the original Gold and Silver. Okay, only only not but ugly. Okay. Right. <laughs> Well, um, Gold and Silver are, are good games, and, and so is Red Blue. Uh, and um, I don't know. I mean, the music is its interesting because at first you think, well, this is kind of simple, but a lot of the melodies in it are really little, catchy little ditties. And, uh, they are. But there's also a couple of really bizarre ones. There's, there's one that uh, sounds like it was inspired by uh, my NES when I'm trying to get uh, Mario Brothers 2 to load. And this... <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Dungeons, in Team Rocket Dungeons. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yes. I, I didn't know what it was from. It sounded like a horror film or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, actually, I was a pretty good rendition of that, I think. But <laughs> it was. It was that over and over again. Oh, well, uh, we should probably move on, but... Uh, good stuff. Uh, Pokemon... The original released in 1998. It has had its bar mitzvah now. It's that old, yes. Wow. And the answer, of course, was Pikachu. Of course, Pikachu. Pika, Pikachu. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll live, let me live that one down. Let's go on <laughs> to the next game, which um, actually is a listener request that uh, fell through the cracks. Um, there are a couple that I, I found out fell through the cracks for one reason or another in my email. And, um, and so, I, actually, we have two list requests. Both of them are, are ancient, uh, um, fermented requests that uh, that are very good requests. And so, the uh, first one is from uh, Daman64. And this one was requested Christmas Eve of 2008. Wow. So, uh, here you go. Uh, long overdue, but enjoy. Thank you. 
blues there with uh it was with some japanese influence i guess funky little tune yeah
let's see. Maybe I'll stump Zach with this one. I'm intrigued, but I have no idea yet. This game's beginning is a reference to what famous story? See what a 100% guess looks like? Yes, looks please. like Klonoa for the Wii. Not a bad guess, but uh, this is actually, yeah, I mean, it, it is a sort of a platformer that's sort of off the beaten path. It's a chameleon twist oh, for the N64. Wow. That sounds good. Uh, Never and, played uh, it. 
And, and, and I think I'll also note that uh, if the game were Klonoa for the Wii, it would not have been requested uh, in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Did it come out true. then? I don't think I don't think it was out then. Uh, this uh, this is an N64 game. Um, it's I don't know how to describe it. It, it. it it is a platformer. It's kind of a linear platformer. Um, it's 3D. It's kind of like Bionic Commando. You Maybe a little bit. It, it almost reminds me more of Clue Clue Land if it were more spread out and in 3D. See, I um, thought it was about. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong game. The little chameleon guy uses his tongue to zip around the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has this long tongue you can kind of steer to to grab enemies and grab poles. Right. And uh, so it's a little bit like Yoshi or something where you can eat a and yeah. then spit it back out. Or he could grab poles and kind of swing around. But the pacing, at least from, from what I saw, was kind of slow. So it, it, it didn't seem all that uh, engaging. Uh, I seem uh, to recall yeah. playing this a long time ago, but I, I couldn't tell you if I liked it or not. Yeah, the, the animation is... The graphics are really primitive in this game, even for like an N64 game. The, the introductory sequence is like a lizard, or I guess a, ostensibly a chameleon is sitting on a, what I think is a log and uh, he sees this giant rabbit with a stopwatch running by and oh dear I'm late I'm late you know uh. Alice in Wonderland reference and he jumps into this pot that has like magical swirly things in it and so the chameleon quote unquote jumps into the pot curious um, but when I say jump I mean the model kind of moves up and then moves down sort of <laughs> towards an arc towards the pot and there's no real jumping involved, <laughs> and uh, he levitates so, into the pot. Yeah, basically, <laughs> and then uh, he's transformed into into what I would describe as something looking kind of like Bubber Bob from uh, <laughs> uh, from Puzzle Bobble or Bubble Bobble, um, and and so he walks around and, like I say, he licks he licks things, <laughs> he licks them good. Combination of Bubble Bobble and Yoshi's story, I like it. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I mean, I don't think the concept's bad, but. I, it didn't, to me, look like there was a whole lot of uh, content to the package. Then again, I only look at the fr- watch the first uh, level. So uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is actually a really good linear 3D platformer, and uh, and people can talk back and talk about it. Um, it's what it's there for. It's what it's there for. It's what it's there for. I, I really don't know much more about the game. But uh, if you thought uh, December of 2008 was old... Uh, Get a load of this one. This one was uh, a request from Mitatech. Mitatech? I'm sorry, no, Mitasek. Mitasek. Request from Mitasek, uh, who I hope is still listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, it, it was requested in March uh, March 30th of 2008. Holy crap. So over three years ago. That's how long this podcast has been on, folks. Um, and uh, this is a very good request. So uh, please enjoy.
Alrighty then. Are Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta-Jones in this game? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but the, the second song uh, will sound a bit different. Ah.
decidedly different, eh? That was kind of amazing, though. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, that that particular song was requested by Midasek, and uh, so was the next one. So, um, compliments to uh, the past. All right, here's your question. Ah. In what novel manner does this game make use of the Wii Remote's speaker? Hmm. Splashes in a stream And the virgin child loses her heart and soul That night her mother's eyes see no What was that? <laughs> I'm not really sure what that song was about. Um, I have to study the lyrics, or maybe maybe someone can give us some context and talk back. <laughs> please, yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, any idea what game this is, Zach? Just because of your question, uh, even though it makes no sense because of the music, I'm going to say Silent Hill: Shattered Memories. Nope. Didn't think so. Nope. It, this is uh, No More Heroes, the first one. Oh the wow. And uh, it, it made use of the Wii Remote by having phone calls being answered with the Wii Remote speaker. Just like so Silent the, Hill. The, well, Later Silent Hill did. did just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you could have answered the question still. <laughs> but um, I never owned this game. I, I never really was interested in it. Uh, I, I watched Johnny play quite a bit of it when, uh, when I was visiting one time. And... Uh, it just seemed like it was kind of bland. I was surprised he he was able to, to play it. I mean, I, I like the presentation. I mean, the presentation's awesome, and, and I think there's some very interesting things they do with the, the boss battle missions, but there's so much filler. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's like the game was one giant troll on on uh, Grand Theft Auto or something. It's, it's sort of an open-world drive-around place, but there's nothing to do. It's boring as hell. Neil thinks it's a parody of Grand Theft Auto games. I think it's a fair statement, but the problem with it is that there isn't anything to do, and that doesn't make for a good game. Right. So it's like there's good combat, but you're doing all this combat just to rank up points or earn money, and it just gets so repetitive. I just, I just, I got very bored watching him play. Maybe it would have been more fun if I were playing. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it just seems like one of those, you know, mindless brawlers, and I. 
you know, it's analogous to something like Streets of Rage or something, and I really just couldn't get into those as a as a kid anyway. Right, either. Me so, um, I mean, it, it's not a bad game, but it definitely has some problems. Did, did you play this at all? Or No, I didn't. I passed it up because it looked... Uh, well, I passed it up first because I knew it was by the Killer7 guy, and I don't like Killer7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also Take that, Carl. That's right. Uh, I also just didn't really like the look of it. Hmm. I mean, okay, it looked unique, enough. but... I don't know. I passed it up. They tell me that No More Heroes 2 is better. I think it's somewhat better. I think it still has the same problems, maybe not quite as badly. Oh. I think that's what it comes down to. I, 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 the two blur in my head. I watched Johnny play both of them, and both times I'm like, oh, I'll do something else. <laughs> yeah. It, it was better than when I'm watching Steven Rodriguez, a.k.a. Windy Man, play a single-player racing game. That's the worst. Oh, man. yeah, that's bad. But, uh, okay, a bit of inside baseball there. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, No More Heroes it, it's, it has a fantastic soundtrack. And, uh, it, I mean, it's a zany game, and so the, and the soundtrack really reflects that. And same for the sequel. Cool. I think there's people that really love the game, but I, I, I can't look beyond some of the gameplay flaws. Right. There you go. Well, we got one more game here. And, uh, well, I hope Zach can talk about this one because I can't. (laughs) I'll put it that way. That's good. That's good.
Okay, now hold on a second. Are you sure this isn't a game that we played last time I was on? Uh, I'll do a double check. But uh, even that doesn't make sense because you had a lot to say about this game. Must not be that game. Nope, it isn't. Uh, I have this game. Good. Well, you know, there are two more songs, so don't beat yourself up too much yet. you a little it i i think it confused me more but i have played this (laughs) well i think a lot of the soundtrack sounds a little bit like that that last song there okay Um, although that's one of the better ones i think yeah that was pretty good yeah here's a question here's a question as you might have expected since uh that was the second song uh which two playable characters also appear in other games developed for the same console 
I'll read that one more time because okay. it's fairly precise wording. I, I, I crafted the question. Which two playable characters also appear in other games developed for the same console? Yeah. Look inside my heart. This is where it starts. Is it meant to be or why you want to be Hold me closer now. Will you take a vow and don't ever let me go?
There we have it. Wow. Uh, hmm. Got nothing. Really? Oh, Lord. I, I believe you requested this last time. We didn't use it. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. Yeah, Pedro also requested this game. Um, this. Are you sure you don't want to take a guess? Uh, oh, Lord. Is it a Wii game? Yes. Uh, is it a platformer? You have to give a guess, not a... Not oh, a, uh... God. I don't know. It's Tatsunoko versus Capcom Ultimate All-Stars, <laughs> which I know you played. I've played um, it a lot. Yeah, I think that's probably the closing credits or something, that last song. I, it, I think you're right. Yeah, it's, this is a game that, uh, like most fighting games, I really have absolutely no interest in. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what, what the company Tatsunoko is, frankly. I don't know any of their franchises. Speed Racer. Okay, Speed Racer, thank you. Is Speed Racer in the game? No. Oh, okay, because that's because Versus series does obscure characters, right? Right, of course. But characters yeah. like Spider-Man and Hulk and Deadpool. <laughs> well, I mean, this game has a boss from Okami, Okami, right. pardon me, but not uh, Atomarasu, not the, not the wolf. Nope, but just, she's, in, just she's in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, bizarrely enough. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Well, this game also has uh, Mega Man from Mega Man Legends slash 64. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It just And Zero from the X-Series. That, well, that's less obscure. But, I mean, like, yeah. I, I guess it's sort of fan service, but it's it's such a niche market these particular characters play to. It just... I don't, oh, very. I don't know. It just, I didn't know who... I mean, seriously, I didn't know who a single one of them were. Yeah. And half of them, half of them are from one franchise. I forget what the franchise is called, but it's kind of, kind of their version of Power Rangers. Oh, okay. <laughs> it it is a good game. Um, it has a an option to simplify the control scheme for like Smash Brothers fans. Mm -hmm. uh, but I play it with the arcade stick that came with it. Okay. I didn't buy that. It's my brother's arcade stick, but he hates the game, so he just said, "You can have this." Sweet. What's, what's sad about it, though, is that, you know, like any fighting game, the single player gets really boring after about, yeah. you know, three or four go-throughs. Go uh, so multi online multiplayer is present, and it's not bad, mm -hmm. but the people who play online multiplayer fighting games know oh, yeah. what they're doing. Yes. Well, you can, in theory, you can play with your friends who are of equally crappy level. Yeah, I that's mean. true. Uh, but they have to be online at the same time, and the game doesn't tell you. No, you know. that's that Ixnay on the bad infrastructure, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that'll be resolved uh, on the 3DS and, and further. System. I go. guess it is being resolved. I mean, you can at least see who's online and who's playing what. Yeah. yeah. That in and of itself is a huge improvement. If you go back to the home menu. <laughs> do, you, do you have to quit your game to check that? Uh, well, when a uh, little, when I'm like playing Pilot Wings, yeah. and that little orange light starts flashing, right? Uh, it doesn't tell me who's online. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, I could see it not wanting to just uh, block some of the view. You know, the, the alternative is to do an overlay where where it blocks part of the screen, and if it's poorly timed, I could see problems. Well, I sure, mean, but well, I, I don't like when the PS3 does that. I, I, oh, really? I hate that. Yeah, okay. I don't want to see that crap. I don't want to see that crap. I mean, I think it should be optional. I think there should be an option for it, but I don't. I don't like that. 
Okay. You know, I'm watching a movie and I see so-and-so logged on, so-and-so logged off. Oh, I don't like that with a movie, you're right. Yeah, I mean, so, or even a game. But, um, yeah, so Tatsunoko vs. Captain Now, do they have controls? You said they have a mode that's a little more like Smash Bros. Do they also have a mode that's kind of like left, left, back, back, up, attack? Well, I mean, sort of. It's... Tatsunoko versus Capcom games are usually pretty... Uh, versus, you mean? Oh, the versus games, yeah. yeah. Are, are usually pretty simple. It, you, you never, almost never have to do like a Soul Calibur kind of yeah. gymnastic with the controller, but uh, it is more like a Street Fighter, that kind of simplified. See, but even that... Even Street Fighter is too much for me. It's like, like I, oh. I played I played um, Marvel versus Capcom at, at PAX East, and, you know, Carly and... Um, who was I with? Or maybe it was James. I'm not. I'm not sure who else was with me. But, but uh, those two were like playing really well, and like they knew uh, what they were doing. And I, I tried to pick it up. I could not figure out the control scheme at all. I'm like, yeah. it's like, like I'm. I've been given like controls to a tank, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm kind of the same with way with first person shooters, although maybe not quite oh, okay. as bad. Um, so it's like brawl I can do, but anything else that's remotely like Street Fighter or Soul Calibur, it's like. Yeah, I can't do it. I mean, <laughs> I, I was playing Mega Man X, and I, uh, I I read that you could do the unlock the special move. Haruken. Haruken. And so I got that, and I'm like, okay, how do I use this? Uh, down, right, attack. Uh, I could not get it to work. Oh, you do a half circle from down to, or you do a quarter circle from down to right, and then shoot. Yeah, see, I, I don't... But in Mega Man X, it's pretty finicky. Okay, well, maybe that's part of it. Uh, every, almost every character in Tatsunoko vs. Capcom has kind of a Hadouken move. Yeah. So, and that's that's how bad I am at those games. I can't even pull that <laughs> off. So, not for me. It's a pretty game. It is a pretty game. Yeah. yeah. Um, both games are pretty. But um, so, so, do you want to take a stab at the question? Which two playable characters also appear in other games developed for the Wii? Developed for the Wii. Okay, I'm going to say... It must be Capcom characters. Uh-huh. Because uh, nobody's done Tatsunoku, so... Uh, trying to go through the roster in my head. Well, you can wipe out the Mega Man characters. You wipe out Roll. Roll's in it. Um, Are you sure about that? Oh. Is Roll in some Mega Man obscure... 9? Mega Man 10? Oh, look at you. Uh, uh, okay, secret uh, character. Look at that. Well, All right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll give you roll. And uh, the other character I'm going to say is that uh, a giant mech from a game I can't remember the name of. Big old mech. Well, it's possible that I actually have my facts wrong and there's more than two. It's I was thinking of, uh, of Frank West from Dead Rising, Chop Till You Drop. I don't know if that was developed. No, no, no! I mean, it, it was it was released as a Wii game. That's my definition of developed. Okay. It wasn't. It was maybe a port, but it was still. I mean, compared with like Virtual Console, where it was developed yeah, that's for true. Super Nintendo, and it also was released in an emulated form. So you know, Mega Man Nine, Mega Man Ten, those characters weren't necessarily playable characters. They were characters that were in games that were released for the Wii. Oh, I gotcha. Well, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if there are any others. Maybe some of the mechs. I, I I tried to march through the roster and do some research for this. But, I, actually, uh, I actually don't think the mech is in a Wii game, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's certainly if there were like a Gundam mech, I suspect there would be a, a mech 
a Gundam mech in a previous Wii game. But no, I think it's actually now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's from the uh, Lost Planet game that did not come out on Wii. That's uh, that's about all I have for this episode. Well, that's a pretty good episode. I, though. I think it was a pretty good episode, and I'm glad you were on this one. If Pedro wasn't, because uh, I mean, you're you're a huge Pokemon fan, and. Uh, at least you know about Tatsunoko versus Capcom. <laughs> so uh, thank you very much for, for uh, coming on. I, oh, of course. Uh, again, thank you one and all for your requests, even if it takes me an absurdly long time to get to them. <laughs> I, I know there are a couple others that uh, I discovered that are really ancient too, and I, I will try to get to those. A fond look back. It's like a time machine. It is like a time machine. If you're interested in sending me uh, a request, if you go to the website and go to the page associated with this episode, you'll find a hyperlink to a form, uh, and in that form you can uh, send me an email to request. And I prefer you use that form because uh, it has a uh, default subject title that uh, makes it easy for me to see, oh, this is a Radio Trivia request. So if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, keep sending them. I, I got a lot of requests, but I, I'm always looking for more and uh, always trying to weed out some of the older requests that I think are good. <laughs> so with that, uh, good night. I, I hope you had fun. And uh, don't let uh, the Pokemon uh, haunt you in your sleep. Well, there's always Dust Skull and Ghastly. And- yeah, those, those the damn ghost Pokemon. <laughs> you know, or, or maybe the ghost of Dinosaur Planet Past. Or <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I think there is a ghost in that game. Isn't the the main guy you're talking to in the the hub world a big ghost of the planet or some crap like that? I have no idea. That sounds plausible. Um, <laughs> it's the, the I was thinking more of the corpse of the N64 game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Let's get away.
Star Fox Adventures is copyright 2002 Nintendo. Pokemon Red and Blue are copyright 1995-1998 Nintendo Creatures Game Freak. Chameleon Twist is copyright 1997 Japan System Supply. No More Heroes is copyright 2007 Marvelous Entertainment. Tetsunoko vs. Capcom Ultimate All-Stars is copyright 2010 Capcom. Bee. And uh, so was the next one. So, um, compliments to uh, the past. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh my gosh, everybody's going crazy. And of course, as soon as the phone rings, both the dogs go insane. Rawr, 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 rawr. Dogs, cut it out. You're both idiots. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, any idea what game this is, Greg? Uh, Greg, wow. <laughs> no, you're not, Greg. Uh, any idea what game this is? Uh? Cheerio, tut tut. What, what? Do a barrel roll. Whoa, a cloud runner. Shoo, shoo. Go away, cloud runner. Get away. Have you two met? He is an Earthwalker. I am a cloud runner. Our tribes do not see eye to eye. His father has probably been saying bad things about me. Who locked you in there? General Scales. Who else? You see, I am the queen of the cloud runner tribe and also its gatekeeper. That guy needs to be taught a lesson. Where is he now? He used my powers to open a path to the Cloudrunner Fortress. I must return there to help my tribe. I'm gonna need that spellstone. Looks like you've got yourself company, lady. Peppy, I'm returning to the Arwing. Can you make sure it's ready for takeoff? Wait a minute! There's no way I'm going up to her fortress. Okay, you can sit this one out. We'll head back to Thorntail Hollow, and you can wait there for me to return. I'll meet you at the fortress. Good luck! Whenever I close my eyes, I see fur effects. <laughs>